Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala şerefil enbiyeyi vel mursalin. Muhammedun Resulullahi sallallahu aleyhi ve ala alihi ve sahibi ve sellem tesliman kathiran kathiran. Ama badu, my brothers and sisters, I remind myself and you that whatever happens in the world is by the will of Allah, by the permission of Allah. Nothing happens outside the permission of Allah. Whether it is good or bad, according to our, according to our thinking, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whatever He does, everything is khair. But some kinds of khair seem to be painful for us. It's like an operation, for example. So if the, if the doctor is operating, then there is some blood will flow, they have to cut the tissues, uh, and so on and so on. So it's traumatic for the individual. But without the operation, maybe you will die, because unless they remove the tumor, if it's a cancer. Uh, similarly, other treatments are painful in themselves, but you, you accept the treatment because you know this will save your life. So similarly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has some treatments that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does are painful. But they are meant for our good. Now, the key thing, therefore, when we are seeing something happening, either it's happening to us or it's happening to somebody else and it's still a source of pain for us because we love those people and we don't want that to happen to them. The question to ask ourselves is, what is it that I can do to change that? So it's happening because there is something wrong. And what is this wrong? How can I change that? The first and foremost thing is to come back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, فَقُلْتُ اسْتَغْفِرُ رَبَّكُمْ إِنَّهُ كَانَ غَفَّارًا In Surah Al-Nur, they went to Nur al-Salaam. When they had difficulties, they would disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah would send some punishment on them. Then they would go running to Him and say, what shall I do? What, shall, what can we do? And Nur al-Salaam would tell them, and Nur al-Islam said to Allah, he said, I said to them, فَقُلْتُ إِسْتَغْفِرُ رَبَّكُمْ Make istighfar to your Rabb. إِنَّهُ كَانَ تَوَابَ He كَانَ غَفَّرَ He is the one who is the most forgiving. So the first and foremost thing for us to do is to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and make istighfar and tawbah. Now you might say, well, you know, just now we are talking about what is happening in Philistine. You might say, well, if I do something wrong, why does it affect Philistine? So if you say that I must make istighfar, why should I make istighfar? People who are dying are in, in Philistine. Maybe, maybe they, they are the ones. Maybe they, they, they did something wrong. It's not me. But that's not true because Philistine is a symptom of what is wrong with the whole ummah. And it's like, for example, sometimes there are some ailments in the body where you might get a boil. Right? You might get a tumor somewhere. You might get a boil somewhere. Uh, so when that boil is paining and a friend of mine is very interesting. A friend of mine had a problem. He suddenly couldn't walk. His uh, one, one leg almost got paralyzed. He had severe pain in his leg and so on. They were trying to treat that. He couldn't, they couldn't get anywhere. He almost became bedridden. Then he developed an abscess in his tooth. So he went to the dentist. The dentist, dentist pulled out the tooth and his leg became okay. 
He became fine. So just like that, like like was put a switch. He pulled the tooth out, and his leg was fine. So obviously there was a connection, some you know neurological connection between the nerve and the tooth and the and the leg. So many many times in our body, you might find you might you might get a headache, you might have a fever, but that is not an infection. The fever is is a sign of something seriously wrong with the body. So the sign which is which you are seeing is a boil on the on the hand. But the problem is not there. The problem is in the body, right? You have a small wound, does not heal. What is the most usual reason for that? Diabetes. So you have diabetes, then there is problem with healing of the wounds. So you say, well, why is this wound not healing? You know, something is wrong. I must put this medicine. You can put any medicine; it still won't heal because the actual problem is sugar. So you have to take. Diabetic, anti-diabetic, uh, diabetes medicine control your sugar, then the wound will heal. So also the issue of Palestine or any of these places. The problem is not; ne- it is not necessary that the people there are doing something wrong. In this case, I don't think the poor people for what is there to do wrong? They are they are suffering, but it is the general ailment of the ummah. We have become an ummah today who. Our default setting is we eat haram and we earn haram, or at least doubtful stuff. If it is not outright haram, it is definitely doubtful. Now, this is two of the major. Third one is we do not fulfill farayat. Like I said in my Juma today, even with all this Palestine thing happening and people are protesting here, protesting there, all of which is good. Alhamdulillah, we should protest. But how many? What has happened to the masajid? Have the masajid filled up with people? No, same stuff. Same number of people who come for which, for whichever salah, and this is true. I, I actually asked many friends of mine, and I said, "You know what's happening in your country?" Same thing, no change. So, where is this? Uh, where is our desire, the jazba, the the tawajjo, to say, "Let me turn to Allah"? And turning to Allah, the fundamental thing is to come for the first salah and pray by jama. Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "Salah ala waktiha." He said the salah at its correct time. This is the deed which is the most beloved to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. We become we become people of events. You know, somebody will say, "Why don't we have today or Friday night? Why don't we have a tahajjud uh, all nighter, right?" So we will pray tahajjud, then we will sit and have a halakha, then maybe we go eat some food or something and what not and so on. Why? For we pray for for Palestine. Okay, so do it. Then what happens next day? What about Saturday night? You can't do it every day. Yeah, sure, you can't. Do that. That's the problem. The problem with all these events and all these, uh, you know, fancy things is there is no takrar. There is no repetition of that. It, it cannot be sustained. And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, "Allah, the best deed that Allah likes is something which is small but which is the event, which is which continues." It's not a, not a one-time thing. There was a, a lady who came to see our mother, Umbana Sayyidah Aisha Siddiqa Radhiallahu and Sayyidah Aisha Radhiallahu introduced her to Rasulullah Sallam, and she said, "Ya Rasulullah, this is my friend so and so, and she prays tahajjud all night, every night." Now Rasulullah Sallam, from his face, Sayyidah Aisha made out that he was not happy with this. She said, "Ya Rasulullah, is there anything wrong?" He said, "Allah Subhanahu wa Taala likes the deed which may be small but which is done continuously. This business of praying tahajjud all night, you can't pray it every day. And the, your your body has a right on you. You need to sleep. You need to have some rest also, and so on. 
so instead of that pray tahajjud every day but pray tahajjud pray you know maybe for one hour maybe for for half an hour or something two rakat four rakat eight rakat instead of praying the whole night so pray the whole night okay one day you do it but after that so i remind myself and you let us return to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the main and most important thing by all means go protest and march in the street and all that all good but none of that will have any effect none of that will change the situation unless allah subhanahu wa ta'ala orders that to happen allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's orders are for the people who have taqwa you just heard the recitation in the in maghrib uh, in surah an-nahl last ayat where allah said inna allah ma'al ladina taqaw wal ladina hum muhsinun really allah is with the people of taqwa and the people of ihsan which is even one step more than taqwa somebody who is doing good for the sake of pleasing allah alone is not even not even a question of the two thing one is i i don't want to displease allah and second one i want to please allah so don't want to displease is important that's the basic minimum so at least i will not do something which is wrong but even if i am doing everything right now i want to do even more that is the level of ihsan i want out of love of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you're not just doing the you know full fulfilling the of of filling the, the taking all the boxes i did all this did you pray yes i prayed did, did you do this did, did you give zakat here but more than that to please allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may allah be pleased with me so i make a lot of effort i must make a lot of effort to please allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is the whole meaning of uh, al ihsan and allah be in the, the khutbah you hear in allah ya'muru bil adli wal ihsan so adal is the adal is justice justice is the boundary line if you are not doing adal then you are a zalim you are doing zulm so we don't do zulm we do adal we make sure that we do justice we do not do injustice but wal ihsan allah said and then on top of that do ihsan so if nabi sallallahu alaihi said if you are weighing something and giving somebody give more don't give less now giving equal of course you have to give if you give less you are you are a zalim you are you are uh, deceiving somebody you are cheating somebody but equal and then more there were some of our scholars and some of our teachers were so particular they would carry two pens in those days they used to write you know by hand you know no word processor so they would carry two pens one pen for official work one pen for personal work so even for personal work to write a letter the ink they would that would be ink which he bought with his own salary it is not you know doesn't belong to the organization that is working for that to that extent they were particular about about things imam abu hanifa rahmatullah alayhi loaned some money to somebody and uh, then he was going past this man's garden and uh, some people were sitting under the shade of the trees he refused he said yeah imam please come and say he said no no he said why because he said, i gave i loaned money to this man now if i sit under his tree then that means i'm i'm getting some benefit from him which is not part of the deal so i will not sit, i will not sit even in the shade of that man's tree huh there is a masala in fiqh with, with regard to uh, of of lo- giving a loan and so on which is related. but this is a story with it so the point i'm saying is that this is the level to which our salafus salihin were particular about justice and about doing something right so we have to be very very clear in our minds make sure you never do any injustice to anybody and remember that in in a global scale whatever is happening somewhere we become responsible for that is because of what we do wala nuziqannahum min al-adhab al-adna dun al-adhab al-akbar la'allahum yarjun allah said we give you a small punishment before the big punishment 
so you turn towards us and that's why i remind myself and you let us not get there let us not wait for the big punishment let us turn towards the lost man tara we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be to help us and to be pleased with us and to protect us most of all from sins because the sins are a bigger problem than anything else so like we seek protection from our enemies even more than that we need to seek protection from sins wa sallallahu ala nabiyil karim wa ala alihi wa sahbihi bi rahmatika rahma